0: Yes, indeed, we are celebrating women in construction, but today we are celebrating women in the transportation arena. Listen, today, don't get goosebumps, don't jump off your seats. We have a special guest, Ms. Dita Mannings. She is the Director of Special Projects, CEO's Office, Southern California Regional Rail Authority. Viva Manning is an accomplished transportation professional whose progressive leadership capability have bought for system changes that have positively impacted millions of people. In energetic relationship building and problem-solving skills combined with the ability to influence decision-makers have made her a central player in the transition and reform in public transit for more than 30 years. 30 years, director of special projects in the CEO's office at the Southern California Regional Rail Authority, Vita leads initiatives for the commuter rail agencies that are focused on strengthening relationships with private sector partners, headquartered in the authority's six county service areas. She is the agency's DBE liaison officer and represents the CEO's office on L.A.'s 28th Mobility Working Group. Vita has planned and implemented some of the nation's largest regional metro projects. Listen, and you know I have to show some HBCU you love. You will never guess, Ms. Vita Manning, she has a master's degree in urban and regional planning for Virginia Commonwealth University, and a bachelor's of science degree in transportation from North Carolina A&T State University. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Ms. Vita. Welcome to NABWIC Talks. How are you?
1: I'm doing really well this morning. How are you? Great, great. Loving to have you
0: as our special guest. Listen, you know I had to be a little bit of a stalker, Jackie and I, (laughs) with researching you. But first, tell us in your own words who you are and your
1: background and how you came to do what it is that you're doing today. Uh, sure. Uh, first I just do want to thank NABWIC for um, giving me um, a little bit of time this morning just to share with you a little bit about who I am um, and how I came to get to where I am today. So, yeah, so I have, as you noted, I have over 30 years of experience in the public transportation industry. Um I, uh, and I appreciate the HBCU shout out. So right after I finished, um, a and I actually went and did an internship with the transit system in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I would really have to say that that's kind of when I got the, the bug, um, when, where it bit me to, um, really go into, uh, public service. I was really, you know, able to see really the difference that transportation, public transportation made in the lives of people trying to get to work, get to school, get to doctor's appointments, uh, to just live their their life and live a good quality of life. Um, And that was really how it all started from there. I went to, I worked for a year in Fayetteville, and then I decided to go back to grad school and get my master's in urban and regional planning, and it's just been um, an exciting journey um, since then, so I've I've been very blessed and very fortunate with some of the opportunities that I've had.
2: Absolutely.
0: It sounds like that was a great bug to get bit by.
1: Yes, it, yes (laughs) it was. Yes, it was. No complaints.
0: No complaints. Great, great, great. So as the director of special projects for the Southern California Regional Rail Authority and the um, agency's BBE liaison, I know that might be two different roles, but
1: what are your areas of key focuses right now? Sure. So when I join um, in, uh, MetroLink is – um, kind of the short term for the Southern California Regional Rail Authority. When I joined Metrolink, I was very honored to work under the, um, the toolage of Stephanie Wiggins, who, um, as many of you may know, is now the CEO of, of LA Metro, um, and is, uh, I do believe the highest ranking female and African American female in the public transportation industry. And one thing that she, um, talked, we talked a lot about, especially once COVID hit and we could see, you know, what, how COVID was really affecting communities, how it was affecting our own ridership. And, you know, one thing that she, you know, really said is that we need to figure out a way to really help because, you know, small businesses are really taking the brunt of what, you know, is happening. And um, you know, we talked about some different avenues that we could go down and some different things that we can do and, and um I'm sure you know we'll probably talk about this later on during the podcast, but you know, we came up with our small business partnership program and it's just not I would say you know, a kind of check the box, you know, this is what we do. We've really tried to be innovative in our approach and really try to seek, you know, community partners to help the program um, get started. So, you know, and, and also along those lines and in that role, we kind of felt like there was really almost a need to almost do have like a business development type of effort. You know, how can we just continue to help not only small businesses, but also those larger businesses or those businesses um that medium-sized, small, large that just aren't familiar with MetroLink. Maybe in the past had not had such a great experience with trying to get contracts and work with the MetroLink. So that's really kind of how my role has kind of evolved and really more, you know, of helping to develop the, those business relationships that we so desperately need in order to carry out our mission um, in the six county. Southern California, um, service area that, that we do provide frail services in.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Audience, our loyal listeners and first timers, you already know we love to say, I hope you have your notebooks and pens out because you are going to get some golden nuggets on Navigate Talks for Free. So please take notes. I hope you're listening and catching what Miss Vita just said. She and her mentor are basically the top two leading black women in the transportation on the rail side, guys. So take these great words of wisdom and use them in your toolbox. And I'm so happy, Miss Manning said you um, guys were able to piece that and work together to come up with the Small Business Partnership Program. I think that is absolutely amazing. And, yes, please share for our California listeners or people out on the West Coast, um, how do they take part in this, and this is um, something that all of um, our members could take advantage of.
1: Sure, so what's really different about our Small Business Partnership Program is that we have really established um, innovative, key innovative external partnerships with um, some uh, other leading agencies within the Southern California region. One of the things that we, we realized that really small businesses need three three elements to survive. They need opportunity, And they need access to capital and access to capacity and what we realized is that because we as the governmental agency we have contracts we have procurement opportunities so again we provide the opportunity so then when we started looking at okay so how can we help small businesses have access to loans um access perhaps to you know, bonding or insurance. So we actually reached out and established a relationship with Lendistry, and some of you all might be um, might be aware of, of Lendistry and who they are. But they are a leading CDFI, and um they specialize in providing loans to small businesses. So then we also realized that you know, again, that capacity. So how? how do we make sure that small businesses have the resources to make sure that they're able to execute our contracts with excellence? So Lindustry has a a training component called the Center, and their name is actually the Center by Lindustry. So with our partner, the Center, small businesses that sign up, Actually, their first experience is with the center. They work with a business advisor who assess where they are in their in their business journey um and can determine and make sure that they have the proper licensing and documentation and insurance et cetera et cetera to um uh, to compete uh for for metrolink contracts so that's you know really to us, you know, what really kind of makes our program stand out is that you have these three three groups who are working together who really kind of form what we like to call a wraparound approach around that small business and give them the support and, um, and just assistance that they need in order to, again, be successful and execute Metrolinx contracts with that
0: Man, that is a beautiful thing that all three, a group of three different organizations can come together and offer and support the small businesses and the community. So, again, hats off to you, and thank you so much for your work. So that leads me into my next question is what led you on the path of being a leader and wanting to be an advocate for small businesses as, um, you know, you are the DBE liaison?
1: Yeah, so interestingly enough, I had probably worked um, in public sector agencies um, in Charlotte, Seattle, Baltimore. I had probably worked in those types of agencies for over 20 years, and I decided that I wanted to do something different, so I wanted to work, you know, on the private side and for – I did it for a short while. I did it for about two, two and a half, almost three years. But for two of those years, I actually worked for a, a small, women-owned um, CDE firm that is located in, in Atlanta, Rope Construction. They do program management and construction management. And, you know, just even with, you know, that very short time with that firm, I really was, I, I think I, I got a different and a higher level of appreciation for small businesses and what small businesses have to go through in order to get work and to win jobs. I mean, you pretty much have to do everything. But there's also, because you do have to do so much, there's really a level of innovation that very often can come from small businesses that I don't quite think either... The prime community sometimes, or even agencies, can really, really appreciate. Um, so that it has, has what has really piqued my, I would say, my interest. And and again, you know, throughout my career and with the different positions I've been blessed to have, you know, I've worked with small businesses. I was aware of who they were and, and disadvantaged businesses, but to actually become part of that and see it on a day-to-day, um, that that was different. So that was a, a def- definitely enlightening for me.
0: Well, I'm so happy you had that aha moment
1: and appreciation
0: mm-hmm. for – small businesses on that higher level bird's eye view that you was working on because it is a journey. And I can relate to that as a entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, and many of our members in NAVWIC, um can relate to the words that you are saying. Listen, the phone lines, the studio is packed. So I just have to say press 1 on your phones if you want to join the conversation. Uh, some of our members, we already know you're bossy. You usually uh, um, text Text us directly or drop your comments under our different social media feeds, and I promise we will make sure we either unmute you to join in the conversation or we will read your question over the air to Ms. Vita Manning. We are about to take a quick commercial break and come back to this absolutely amazing conversation with Vita Manning on NAB Week Talk.
3: past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash n-a-b-w-i-c thank you and we're back
0: and yes indeed we are back on that with speaking with our special guest Ms. Vita Mannings who is the director of special projects CEO's office Southern California Regional Rail Authority but before we dive back in, let me give you some news, NAPWIC news, that you can absolutely use the NAPWIC way. Hashtag NAPWIC way. You are invited. Team Florida and NAPWIC presents Infrastructure Reimagine. It is a conference that's going down between October 14th through the 15th. Next month, you can go on the website and register on Eventbrite. That will be taking place in Coral Gables, Florida. You are also invited to the National Association of Black Women in Construction, billion dollars in water industry opportunities. And, you know, we love Wednesdays in that world, so it's not that hard. It is always the second Wednesday of the month, and this luncheon or this industry opportunities is going on November 9th. It will start at 1130, and, of course, you can register on Eventbrite, and or go to our website at www.nabwick.org And, of course, one of our big, funnest times of the year, I love participating and being a part of the crew, you are invited to our National Association of Black Women in Construction annual meeting. Yes, you know we travel in nabwick We will be going to Charlotte, North Carolina in January. So from January 19th to the 22nd, you can catch NAVWIC in January in Charlotte, North Carolina, and you know what it means. When NAVWIC comes to a city close to you, it is going down and we are taking over with all of our red shirts. So you don't want to miss out on any of these great opportunities to engage with NAVWIC and or get closer to the Master Builder, Ann McNeil herself. I just got a red cue in the studio that Ann McNeil, the Master Builder herself, has stepped into Natwick Talks. Good morning, good morning, Ann. How are you?
2: Jada, I tell you all the time, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. And missing to you, Miss Manning, this morning has been a joy. A joy because Rose Fox owner and I are longtime associates and friends. And I've worked at Hartsville Airport for over fifteen years and met her and her mom before she passed many, many, many years. A wonderful family. But for the mere fact that you have an acquaintance and an association with her, from working, inspires all of us that you know our story. So my question for you, my question for you is, can you share with us a particular experience? Now I heard you say you have, a, you know, greater appreciation because you know what it's like to be a small business owner and black and a woman and in this transportation space and just happen to be in, in transit. So can you share with us any particular aha moment or a particular experience that you think would be beneficial to our members as we focus on transit and transportation? Because we have lots of members actually we're here in Washington, D.C. at the Congressional Black Caucus, and even though it is virtual, every year for the last 15 years now, we have hosted a private reception at the City Club of Washington, and just because COVID is here, we are wearing our masks, we're washing our hands, and we're, you know, keeping our distance, but we wanted to just make sure we continue to show up like only we can, but in showing up, we are here to do business and get ahead of the transit opportunities in regards to the infrastructure bill that we know uh, is, is going to impact all of us. So with those thoughts in mind, if there's any particular experience or aha you'd like to share, that would be beneficial to our members. And we want to thank you so very much for blessing us with your story today because it's often, it's not often, if you will, for us to connect with someone who has actually been on our side of the table in working in a small business and now in the public sector is normally opposite. And so I came out of transit actually in my- in the 1970s in Miami-Dade Transit, uh, right around the time the Compto was being formed. And then my second question for you is if you are an active Compto member. So those are my two questions. Any aha moment and if you're an active Compto member. Thank you.
1: Well, Anna, it is very, very nice to meet you. And it is uh, comforting to know that we do have a uh, shared acquaintance with Choi um, robots, Fox, uh, like you said, uh the her company, their company really is um one of the leaders in what they're doing here um in the Atlanta metro area and really, you know, all throughout um the country. So you know, as far as an aha moment, I was sitting here and I don't believe that there is um particularly one that came in mind comes to mind. I think And and I don't know if this is really uh aha, but I will say again, I think I received a better appreciation, a higher level of appreciation for what you and your members do because it's not easy. You know, it's, and I, you know, again, I've got many, many years of relationships and you know, there were people, there were CEOs, there were those um, those directors uh, or those chiefs of program delivery and project management and engineering and capital projects that I thought I was just going to be able to fly into their office, you know, just float in and you know, just by my mere present contract. And it's not that easy. It, it is. It is work. It is a grind. And I would say that maybe the aha for me personally is to continue to persevere, continue to be resilient. And I mean, you all probably know this better than I do. You know, when you do hear no, that just kind of encourages you to look at a different way of presenting who you are and what your company can do, what your firm can do. And um, and it it will eventually, again, you all know the story better than me, but it was an aha moment for me. I guess I can say that now I do have one, that it does, you know, eventually, it, it will pay off. You know, one of the things that I was doing while I was in Los Angeles working for a firm that was headquartered in Atlanta is I was able to get us on a team that um, was responsible for doing construction management and program management for a very key new l a Metro light rail station, it's actually going to be the station that will serve um l a s and anybody who's flown in and out of l a s you know you know that it's um almost impossible to get there using public transportation and as part of the transportation pr- improvements that are occur- occurring in the l a region to prepare for the twenty twenty eight olympic um they are constructing and doing a lot of of new new um construction out at the airport to include this new light rail station, so yeah, I was able to get you know the you know the firm on a team of uh it was the only male was um uh a, DVBE, a disadvantaged uh, veterans business enterprise, but it was all small businesses. And it was primarily all women owned. And that was an accomplishment. That was the first time that LA Metro had awarded a contract like that. So again, you know, the rewards do come. Um, uh, but I think it's, you know, it's the patience, it's the perseverance, and it's just the tenacity at staying out staying at it. I would say that was really kind of the aha moment for me. And as far as your second question, I am a very active member of CONTO. I was actually I actually helped to start, and I was the inaugural president of the North Carolina Comfield chapter. I'm not sure if the chapter's still active, but um, you know, just by mere fact of serving in that role, I've, I've been very active with with the organization since you know throughout my career. Um, I remain active in California chapter. I actually um, at one time served as an advisor. To that chapter. So, yes, um, I'm a very active, proud, and active COMPTO member.
0: Absolutely amazing. Thank you for answering. Um, And COMPTO is a friend of NABWIT. So, it is absolutely amazing that you are an active member and not just a member, a leader in COMPTO. Um, So, over your 30 years of experience, Experience in the public transit area. What has been your biggest accomplishment, or what makes you just smile at night when you think back and reflect
1: over your career? You know, um, Jada, I don't know if it's any one particular accomplishment. To be honest with you, I, I, I I am proud of the fact that I can say that every organization, be it either public or private side that I have worked at, I can say that I left a legacy. You know, I, I did something, you know, I accomplished while in my role that still exists or has improved or um Has gone through some type of transformations, you know, as needed. So I would say maybe that's what makes me feel uh, or energizes me, you know, about my career is, you know, when I just, when I do look back, I can say, oh yeah, I, I did it. I did something that made that agency, that made that community, that made my fellow employees, um, that made the writers that made their life just a little better.
0: Yes, indeed, and what an amazing accomplishment over your 30 years, um, making an impact, being an influence in changing individuals' lives, their businesses, or agency programs and plans. I think it is phenomenal, as we like to say in that way. With that being said, how because many of our members since CONSO is a friend of NAVWIC and we have a lot of like synergies, many of our members are also Compto members. So how did you hear about NAVWIC and in what ways did you learn or think that others um, would believe in NAVWIC and it would be beneficial for individuals um, nationally to look up NAVWIC?
1: yeah so i actually have two credits um Stacy Blakeney um the of the Atlanta Na chapter she um actually reached out to me um to request some assistance with getting a speaker uh for a luncheon that could discuss or go over at least at Metrolink the capital improvement plans that we have in place, again, to get ready primarily for 2028. And that was really my first introduction to NABWIC. Um, I believe that, you know, and, you know, Tomto is is the same way. I just believe that as much as through opportunities like this, like this blog talk, that you can get out and let people know who you are what you do um that's you know the best way to to get people energized and and enthused and educated really about um the association and and who you are and what you do,
0: yes. Yes, and I want to thank Stacey Blakely and hats off to her for her great work. She is our Atlanta Chapter President and um, a powerhouse in her own right. So you might want to connect with Stacey Blakely if you are in that Atlanta, Georgia area. Of course, you can get her information. You already know, head over to www.navweek.org and all of our fearless leaders, are there and you can engage and contact our membership to give you great information yes we do have a membership committee that will respond and follow up with you so miss manning i imagine there are goals and objectives that you and your department hope to achieve do you mind sharing or telling us a couple of those uh
1: well sure i would say that um you know the big one for for me uh for this fiscal year, our fiscal year started in July is really you know getting the um, continuing to get the word out about the small business partnership program. We currently have eighty businesses who are signed up um which is great, but really you know the ultimate goal is to get that contract so you know it's to get that contract with with Metrolink so that's really, you know, a primary focus for me, um, throughout this year, so, again throughout this fiscal year, to really focus on continuing to do what what we need to do as far as that program is concerned to help that small business or those small businesses that have been designated contract ready to again win a contract with Metrolink. Um I would say the others kinda of remain in that Business development, business relationship arena. Um, You know, we want to continue to look at and encourage and provide opportunities on our our projects that are federally funded for our our We are also looking at kicking off a mentor protégé program um, where we encourage um, for those. Contracts that are 25 million or above, um, a prime contractor has to have a mentor protege program. So we're really starting to implement that from an agency, from a management side, you know, by telling, you know, prime contractors, this is what we want to see in your mentor protege program. This is how we expect you to mentor. Your your d b e proteges and you know these are the um the improvements and the opportunities that we want you, Mr. and Mrs. Prime Contractor to to make available to your DBE proteges. So I would say you know those are three of the big ones for me for this year. Yes,
0: indeed, and we love to say and that when we turn our contacts into contracts. So everybody tuning in. I know they have heard us on Now We Talk say that more than once. So thank you for Um, uh, re-implementing that in the studio this morning. And also, we encourage our members um, that are entrepreneurs, and not just entrepreneurs, in the professional corporate world as well, to join or find or participate in a mentor-protege program. It really does wonders in your business and you may learn and grow and also use some of those tools in your personal life. If this has been an absolutely amazing we we'll Talk show this morning with you, Miss Fita Mannings, are you ready for the hard question?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: You know, I have to give you the hardest questions. We saved them for the end because you have shared so much information, and I just want to say thank you again for coming on the NAVWI Talk and speaking to us. But the hard questions are share with us your favorite book, and what are you reading or doing to stay motivated or keep you going?
1: Well, uh, I would say that um earlier this year, you know, just kind of in the whole COVID thing and um I'm sorry, uh in twenty twenty. Um, I would say maybe like my April, May of twenty twenty. I you know, I just kinda of felt like like maybe many of us that I was just looking at too many screens either, you know, I was looking at my phone, I was looking at a laptop, I was looking at TV, it was just, it was just starting to become a little too mind-numbing, and I just decided to do something kind of innovative and pick a book up and actually read a book and turn the pages, and one that um, I had had in my library for some time that I had never, really, never really read was... um, uh, reinventing you, um, inspired Dory Clark. And it's really about how to build your personal brand and how you want to present yourself, um, as so that others can see you the way you want to be seen. And, uh, I really, you know, that was especially kind of during that time. I think again, when we were all just trying to figure out what's going on, you know, what am I doing? What's next? um as far as, you know, we were just trying to deal with COVID and all the changes that were going on in, you know, our nation and our communities. Um, it really kinda helped to me kinda just kinda get me re-centered about who I am and what I need to do to um to just be the best me. So that was really good, and actually, just a few weeks ago, I started reading um, the five love languages, and so yeah, so that's been pretty good too. When I get finished with that, I'm going to pass that on to my husband. So yeah, but those um, are two that kind of come to mind. Yes, those are
0: great books to read, and definitely pass that, the, the Five Love Languages to Your Husband. I love that book. And Reinventing You by Dory Clark. So those are two great suggestions. I have them noted, so I know our listeners are doing these things. So Miss Vita, are there any last comments, tips, or remarks that you would like to leave with the audience today?
1: No, again, I really just want to thank you for this opportunity. This has really been, you know, a lot of fun. Um, thank you for allowing me to share a little bit about me and about what I'm what I've done throughout my career, and what I'm doing at MetroLink. And again, for your listeners who you know may have an office in our six county service area or just generally interested in our Small Business Partnership Program, I encourage you to please go to our website um, and check the program out. Our website is com, and that's Metrolink um, with a K. So it's M-E-T-R-O-L-I-N-K, trains.com, slash small businesses. And, yeah, check it out. See what we're trying to do, um, and hopefully, you know, you can get some nuggets from what you see on the website. And um, again, if, if you're if you're in that Southern California um, region, I uh, please encourage you to sign up and let's get you contract ready so you can win a contract with MetroLink.
0: Hey, I know our West Coast members are gathering those capability statements, business cards, and running you down. So listen, we done sounded our alarm on NavWeek Talk. Don't blame us when your phone and email or NavWeek helps break the internet like the Kardashians.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, again, Ms. Vita Manning, thank you. So much for coming on week Talk and sharing your journey and giving us some tips and words of wisdom. This has been, you already know, another absolutely amazing week Talk Wednesday show. We hope that you want to tune in and listen more. You already know to so come catch us on next Wednesday at 8:30 AM. Eastern Standard Time. Until next Wednesday, have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for joining NABWIC Talk.
3: This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of Black Women in Construction. Have a great and prosperous day.